0: This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioca.
2: Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, president of Max Out Savings Advisors, and I've got Kevin Charles here today. Morning, Kevin. Good morning. It's
3: a fine-looking Saturday morning to talk finances and retirements and a lot of strange things going on in the news as well, though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it is. it, it And so we... The show is all about savings and investing in, in, for retirement. Our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Uh, we're talking about, look, what's happened. Wild markets this week, this, nothing surprises us there. We've been talking about this on the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the things that successful families do, wealthy families, uh, as, as well later in the show. Uh I have to talk about I'm I'm, I'm driving home last night and uh, listening to the radio, and uh, I think I was on Fox Business, and and here comes uh, Donald. Uh, they're talking about the the, the Donald Trump uh, rally, and, mm-hmm. and and there's Donald Trump there, and and, and and they're like, we think we can see him, and as there's a red hat, all of a sudden the music starts playing "Sweet Home Alabama," and it just, and then he he starts talking and. It and, and he fills up this stadium with like thirty thousand, thirty, thirty-five thousand people. And it, it's just, and then I hear him. He going to uh, what was it? Uh, I think he goes. Uh, it, he goes. Now I know what Billy Graham feels like. And for for people that don't know, uh, uh the what what uh, Billy Graham used to fill up stadiums with converting people. And 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 it was uh, back in the, in the sixties and seventies. In and that's kind of what Donald Trump was doing, and it's just so you know, it's so funny to do that. And and he's really running rings around the other uh, candidates. Uh, you know, I, I think the Bush team was pretty smart. They actually ran a, uh, flew a plane around the stadium with the banner "Trump for Higher Taxes, Bush for President." Well, then you know, Donald Trump before he goes in there buzzes the stadium in his giant seven fifty seven, and it's just. <laughs> He just, you know, he just smokes these other guys. And, and, uh, you know, I would have thought if you would asked me when Trump – well, if people did ask me what I thought of Donald Trump. And my response was he doesn't have a chance in the world. I don't know why he's getting in there. But the one thing I I, I did say before that on this election is – and I told people this is, look, the American people right now – and I told them back a number of months ago, the American people – will elect Joseph Stalin if he comes up and says i 'm going to get the job done and uh that 's not exactly the person i I, I mentioned, <laughs> but some people say I need to be somewhat politically correct uh, by saying the real but it, it's it's simple people are sick and tired the amer the American people are sick and tired of nothing happening in washington we've gone through eight years with with a complete catastrophe in this country and uh and the Republicans controlled the House, they got the, they they sent it. they've been rolling up wins all over the place, every winning every single election out there and uh except the presidency and and yet nothing gets accomplished and so people say they're going to get something done. They tell the American people they're going to get something done uh with immigration and other things, and then the Chamber of Commerce or someone says, "Look, we'd rather have Mexican workers that we don't have to pay than American workers and so Congress sits there and just lets them flood across the border and It's not just immigration it's it's jobs it's regulation it's Obamacare. We have accomplished exactly nothing to roll back Obamacare. We control the House and the Senate and nothing gets done. Ted Cruz stands up and says, I'm going to fight against Obamacare. And what what happens? The the The, 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 the moderate Republicans in the country club wing of the party come up and blast Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz is the big bad guy. Well, you know, now we're seeing what's happening. And I submit to you, this is there's only one other group of people in the entire world if you look at every single country out there where 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 the leaders aren't responsible to the people uh, uh one of them is the EU, not not the not the governments in the in in Europe, but the European Union bureaucrats are completely unresponsive to the people in Europe, and that's why the Europe is ultimately going to break up. In the second group of people is politicians in Washington. They feel no obligation whatsoever to once they're elected to concern themselves with the American people. China, if something happens in China, and you know they'll take you know if some, someone does something bad, or they'll take someone out and shoot them, so the rest of the people get the message, and people. think think the government's doing something in the United States of America, as long as as a few big wealthy go- donors in the Chamber of Commerce is getting their way. It's screw the American people. And, and, and Donald Trump has tapped into that anger that, that's out there. And it's tremendous. And the interesting thing is this is what's fascinating to me is this is and this is what this is what the Republican establishment genuinely does not understand when they beat up on the Tea Party. Yeah, if they beat up on the Tea Party and the, and the establishment gets the way they want and they're going to run the country they want, eventually the Tea Party will shift over to the left. Make no mistake about it. And, and so, and that's why Bernie Sanders is also picking up huge support, is people want someone that's going to fight for the American people, fight for the constitution of this country, and fight for their beliefs. And and so it's utterly fascinating to sit there and watch this. By the way, I still think Ted Cruz is the real sleeper in this game uh I think I think he's coming on strong. I think he's built a tremendously strong base. Uh Underneath it, uh, Ted Cruz is like a tree he 's slowly building out his root system uh, underneath the, his, his 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 donor base, his supporters and then what he 's going to do is is he 's going to have a very strong base to come in and move forward once the once the primaries get further and further along into next year when you 're going to need the, the money and you 're going to need the base and you 're going to need the organization and, and and he he is the conservative i think he 's very conservative and I do believe he he will stand up. Ted Cruz is the one of the guys that stood up and wanted to shut the government down and everyone said no no no. And and so but uh, I tell you what, uh, Donald Trump, you got to uh, you know tip your hat to him and I think he's doing the country a favor.
3: All right, Ted, Max Out Savings Show. If you want to be a part of the show today, 713 339 1070. Surely something in that little uh, opening monologue will get you going and uh, make you think at least. And, And actually, it does come, a couple of things come to mind when you're talking about Trump. One is how long will he last? And two, is he good for the economy really? Or is this just one of those things where somebody's speaking their mind and that's what people want to hear?
2: You know, I I I think he is good for the economy cuz he's a businessman and he understands business. I mean, I think a lot of these guys I I don't think they understand the, the number one, I I think I think most politicians really don't understand the the negative effect of regulation. I I think that the regulation is now materially worse than the tax situation in the United States. It's, right. it's gotten completely out of control with with bureaucrats up in Washington. Uh I think he sort of fades I think Ted Cruz is going to be the guy. Uh, uh, but Walker, I think, looks really good. And uh, But, you know, it's – I'll tell you what. He's he's not backing down. It, you know, Obama – you know, my favorite all-time picture of Obama is he's riding around Martha's Vineyard in this little bike and it has a bell on it. Remember that picture? I don't know if you remember. Yes. That. There was a, and he's like, you know, pedaling. I mean, it's like – but for all the fun I like to make – about Barack Obama and that he's done just massive damage to this economy and and actually our, our foreign policy is in absolute tatters. It's going to take a decade or two to rebuild the relationships we've had around the world. I mean, it's, 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 it's remarkable, but, you know, good for Donald Trump. And I, I tell you the other thing that's really big about so far with is the American people, if you would ask any political person at all, you'd say, look, it's going to be August uh, August of the year before the election, uh, and they're going to – what's, what's going to be happening with the, with the primaries? Well, there's going to be some th- – they were going to tell you people are completely disengaged. They won't be paying any attention to the presidential election except a few diehards. That's not the case this time. Mm-mm. And this is really important because Donald Trump put 35,000 people into a stadium – 15, 15, 16 months before the election, well, 15, 14, somewhere in there, months before the election. Nobody should be paying attention to this. The networks are fighting to get, get an interview with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the hottest guy out there right now. And in uh, the liberals are watching him. You know, Donald Trump appears. It's not just the Tea Party people; it's the liberals are all watching him. He's as popular on M- on MSNBC as he is on Fox. There's not many people that can do that, and so you know he he he's gonna he's gonna be a force. And and I, I think it uh, Washington is uh, realizing that. The New York Times is realizing these guys are all realizing. Hey, this guy is the real thing. And uh, because he understands, uh, I'll, I'll go back to what I said. The American people want someone that's going to get the job done. And right now, the, their feeling is is nobody seems to care about them. And uh, you know, and, and, and it it's kind of it, 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 we live in an age where it's more important to be politically correct. It has been more important to be politically correct on something than to get the job done. And and that has been catastrophic to the country and we've got to have had the worst recovery since the great depression there's no other recovery that's been as bad as this for the well i had a guy i was, I was sitting around uh up at uh, up in new york and and, uh, and i made some comment about obama and he goes well what's not to like the economy's really good and it's and things are well well we're sitting out on you know one of the you know we're sitting out in one of the you know more luxurious playgrounds in the world you know and we're surrounded by wealthy people yeah it's really good for them but what about the rest of the country and and they just so i mean i, I think it's time we start concerning ourselves so uh, and we see look we're seeing this uh happening I mean, the world is very rapidly changing that's been one of the themes for the last uh, month or so on the max out saving show uh and and really we're seeing a lot of stuff happening a lot of things up in the world uh, and, and we're going to talk about that after after this quick break, which we're coming up to. But if, if what's that number, uh, Kevin, if someone wants to call us? If you okay. want to be
3: part of the show today, 713-339-1070 is the number to call in. We'll get you on the air and uh, let you express your opinion or your, ask your question of Ted. And it doesn't have to do with presidential politics. It could be something else that's going on in the news, which we're going to be talking about the markets here in just a couple of minutes as well. When we get back from the break, the markets had a— a wild and crazy week and oil prices down and all sorts of things that are going on that can affect you and your savings, your retirement.
2: Yeah, no, and that's and that's look, uh I'm going to try to work on get a report out at the first of the week, another max out savings report. Uh the our most recent th- this is what a couple things. This is what we talked about here on the most recent max out savings report. We talked about the the plunging Chinese markets the, the, the what the real the real concern is how global growth will be affected by the economic slowdown in China we talked about the commodity prices we, we said you better be cautious here uh, and uh, in the markets and, and and we talked about this uh, we said so far this year this market has been held up by a small number of mega cap stocks uh, we call them new the new age stocks and and so far uh and what we, uh, what we said is, is because of the very large caps, the new age stocks will take the indexes down disproportionately when they fall. We, we, we said you want to have cash, high-quality bonds, and low-debt companies, and, and you want to have your guard up, and then maybe on the other side, some dividend-paying stocks. And we actually said you want to have your guard up. We warned you in the last newsletter. This is the we, we wrote about this in the in the newsletter at the beginning of the year. We said two thousand fifteen will be about consequences of a fifty percent drop in oil prices, a global deflationary wave, and a global economic slowdown and a rising dollar. And and will the Fed take the 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 uh uh economy off a zero interest rate policy? And we warned you that this was going to be a problem this year and there was going to be a very sharp correction. We wrote about this in the Max Out Savings Report, and we'll be talking about what's happening next. Uh, A couple things. If you want to call us up, give us a call at 713-339-1070. Also... uh, If you haven't gotten the report, you ought to get a hold of the report. Sign up. It's free. Kevin, how can people get it?
3: All you got to do is go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Just spell out the word maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up there with just a few keystrokes on your computer, and you'll start getting it in your email as well.
2: Yeah, that, and, and so if you're not on there, and by the way, if you'd like an appointment to sit down with us, these are very turbulent times. You better have a plan in place to protect yourself. We're long-term in this market. We're very good at dealing with this crisis. Uh, in 2007, we wrote about in the Max Out Saving Report how investment banks were going to fail, and we warned our clients off. We've done it numerous times in the past. And so if you need some help, you can also sign up for a an appointment to sit down with the sit down with us and we'll go over your financial situation and see how you're set for retirement and, and show you how we manage money. If you're not, if you're not, if right now this is a very dangerous market. If you don't have people that know how to deal with it then you are going to be in trouble. So if you need some help go to the website maxoutsavings.com. We'll be have a uh, be right back over this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings show.
0: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. It takes a Houstonian to know what a Houstonian needs when it comes to savings, investments, and retirement. And Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors knows what Houston investors need. This native Houstonian raised his family and built his investment firm right here in Houston. He knows that Washington and Wall Street can impact Houston investors, and he'll share that insight with you. For a confidential review of your investments in Ted's Galleria area office, call Max Out Savings Advisors or visit MaxOutSavings.com today. Ted Giocca of Max Out Savings Advisors.
2: Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park, tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? You feel secure. Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do.
0: Ted Gioca, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit maxoutsavings.com.
1: It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God, one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com
3: On the next Mike Gallagher show, with all the focus on Donald Trump, some people are forgetting about the diverse set of candidates running for the Republican nomination. One of the staunchest supporters of the Constitution is Senator Rand Paul. I'll ask the Senator his views on the 14th Amendment and Anchor babies when he joins us also more names are being released from the ashley madison hack including people working in government that and more on the next mike gallagher show
0: the mike gallagher show weekdays at 10 right before dennis prager at noon on am 1070 the answer once again here's your host for the max out savings show ted Gioca.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Question about the markets, what's happening uh, about your 401k plan, about uh, savings. Uh, we're happy to help you out. The Look, uh, what, what's happening in the world? Why did we write this at the beginning of the year in the Max Out Savings Report and position our clients a certain way? It, it, it it's very simple what we said when oil prices started falling was that the mainstream media CNBC they were out congratulating everyone what a great deal that oil prices had fallen from 115 dollars down to to 50 dollars into 70 dollars and then it went to 50 and, and how good this was going to be and what they didn't understand was was that the oil that oil generated 40% of the jobs from some of the numbers or more of this whole recovery have been energy related and if you look around the world we went from 400 billion to about 800, 800 450 billion to 850 billion or more per year of capital spending around the world on energy projects energy is one of the things that drove the recovery and so so what happened is is China has been slowing down for a number of years. We went to China, reported about it on the Maxalt, saying you know, with the big explosion in Tianjin. I have been in Tianjin. Not many people have. Uh, Tianjin. It, it, tell you something interesting about Tianjin. Tianjin, I believe, has built uh, enough office space to equal forty percent of Manhattan. In in the good, and I would say, over fifty percent of it is empty. But that's it's a massive overbuilding program. So China came up with infrastructure programs to try to keep their economy going. Then they kited up their stock market, and it zoomed up. It doubled in price. And then all of a sudden it collapsed down 35% within a couple of weeks. And, and wiping out huge numbers of speculators over. The Chinese love to invest and to speculate. And they'll love loading up on debt and then to, to try to gamble. And then it blew up and the and the Chinese are all mad. Well, well the Chinese, that this is the final straw that's broken the the camel's back, so to speak, in China. And, and, and it's finally forced all the China deniers that kept saying that the Chinese economy is good to understand it's bad. And, and China's economy has been slowing down for about six to nine months. That coincides with the drop in commodity prices. And and the reason why this is so important is, remember, China imports all these commodities in there. They build things, and, and then they export part of it, creating jobs. Well, by importing all the commodities, they drove up commodity prices. Things boomed in Australia and Chile and Colombia, in Argentina, in Brazil, in Canada, in Africa, in Russia. Well, now all of a sudden, the commodities have dropped 50 percent or more back to 2009 levels. Now Australia's in trouble, Brazil's in trouble, Chile's in trouble, Canada's slowing down, Russia's in trouble, uh, Africa's in trouble. So the whole emerging markets is slowing down. Now we're having trouble selling into them as the Europeans. So the whole, These developing economies that I mentioned account for over 50% of the world's GDP now, if you add in India, and those are starting to slow down. And this is the, this is the danger. The world is slowing down. Now let's take some calls. Let's take a call from uh, Carl. Hello, Carl. How are you doing?
4: I'm great. How are you today? Great. Thank you. Uh, quick question. Uh, my portfolio uh, right now is like 60% stocks and 40% cash. Based on what you're seeing, would you go more cash?
2: How about go through your portfolio and see what you don't like and sell it? And then maybe get ready to buy some stuff uh, with, with to kind of rationalize the portfolio. Um you know, uh, 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 right now we're probably forty percent cash, but then we have probably forty percent bonds and treasuries. So, I, if it was me, I would I would increase the cash levels some more.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate
2: it. Okay, Carl. Thank you. Yeah, I think. Look, I think this is this. And we're going to cover this some more in the markets, but I think this market has problems. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. And I think you got to be very cautious.
3: All right. 713-339-1070 is the number, and I believe we have another caller on
2: the line now. Uh, Daniel. Yes. You had a question I pre- for us.
4: Appreciate it. That's a comment, and it's basically why Trump is getting these large crowds. I mean, Basically, and I'm going to relate it to you, Ted. Uh-huh. If I have a financial advisor and I, uh, says, oh, I've got a great financial advisor, boy, he talks a great game. You made any money? Well, no, but boy, he talks a great game. Well, the Republicans haven't done anything in Congress. They've got a majority in both houses. They've done nothing. Trump is saying, I'm going to build a wall. I'm like, build it. I just heard that Oreo Cookies is moving their, you know, laying off 650 people and moving their uh, uh, factories down to Mexico.
2: Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I mean, they've, they've been talking Congress, and none of these guys have been able to achieve a darn thing.
4: And I think your point on that man saying, oh, everything is wonderful here. For you, the 95 million people that are actually looking for work and can't get work you can't go on as a, as a nation like that I mean, You you can't
2: yeah, no, I, I think that's 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 pretty much it, yeah, and, and that's what the problem is and 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 so uh look, I think he's uh, even if he doesn't get elected, he's done the country a favor because all these other politicians have, have seen that they damn well better do something:
4: Well, I hope they do. I mean Ted seriously, it's like your business if you don't make money for your clients, they're going to leave. If you're making the money, are you happy with Ted? Yeah, he's making me money. Great. Okay, we're in tax now, but it's okay. He's conservative. Great. But the person that just talks a great game and doesn't produce any revenue, forget him.
2: Yeah. No, well, that look—that's the problem you're running into out there with with the Democrats. They—the Republicans have to do something. The Democrats, quite frankly, have achieved a heck of a lot under Obama. And yeah, sure and have. and you know, and then the only time that the the uh republicans you know have gotten anything you know they've conceded all on on Ob- to obama on one issue after another no it's been a disaster good good call i mean i think Thank that's the on. whole point thanks daniel okay, thanks. the i mean that that's that's what you need to see right now
3: mm-hmm. 713-339-1070 if you want to be a part of the max out savings show today we we're talking about the markets and uh how everything's very unstable right yeah now in the yeah
2: world. uh and, and what we're really seeing is 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 the fact that uh that look, I mean, right now the market's in trouble, mm-hmm. and 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 we 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 have a lot of cash in the sidelines, and 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 and, and the market really, it, it just it it was kind of going up early in the year, and 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 people are like, well, hey, should we put more money? in? I'm like, no, we have got to be cautious. This thing is coming off is is going to go off a cliff, and 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 I think if you look at look if you look at some of the numbers on this market, here's some of the numbers right here. Uh, the Nasdaq, uh, well, the the S and P five hundred's down five point seven five point uh, seven eight percent. Dow's down five point eight two percent. The Nasdaq Composite is down six point eight percent. This is this week. Mm-hmm. This is not. And, and so what's happened is is that these 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 companies the, the these markets have fallen down exactly like we thought it the 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 S&P 500 is is down 4.27%, the Dow is down uh the Dow is down about 6. 7.6% year to date. So people are losing money all over the place in the market right now. That doesn't include lots of stocks down 25 30% or more. and, and so so and what CNBC and all these groups have been pushing you to stay in the market to be invested all this happy talk out there and, and, and what's happening is is that you, you just can't you cannot sit there and uh and you have to understand that hold on oh thank you that's distracting me thanks the uh what 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 you can't do is 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 that you 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 cannot sit there in this market You've got to sit there and be cautious. Right. You have to understand that we're in a deflationary wave that's sweeping the world, and you have to sit there and raise cash and be in in things that are going to protect you, protect your clients. Let's and see you, who we've got here.
3: And that's why you're saying cash and treasuries, treasuries will be the things yes, to be. Yeah. Okay, caller on the line, I believe, Tom. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Doing well, Ted.
4: Ted, you know, with this uh with the oil slowdown and, and
1: things going way down, I know a lot of these uh a lot of the smaller companies, especially and even a lot of the bigger ones, have leased a lot of equipment over the years to run their operations with. And, you know, they've been running leverage and a lot of that equipment is getting uh, sent back to the uh leasing companies now. Is that gonna start to affect the uh, banking
4: industry any well,
2: yeah, well, yeah. Think I think it will. The leasing buy- companies will and the rental companies, as well like united rental uh, are, are really uh, are, are going to have a tough time and and, and so and, and also with the oil prices down, this is one of the important things there is is coming october october November is when the when the oil companies will start coming up with their their new uh, production their reserve numbers and they have a ton of reserves at one hundred dollars a barrel last year, but keep in mind uh, now oil's forty dollars a barrel, and some of those reserves are no longer economic, and so this is going to affect their their lending. And this is why the oil companies are selling off. They're probably going to have problems going into October because this is the big shock for them. Okay, thank you. Hey, good good question. I mean, look, I think if if you sit there and look at oil, and this is something th- th- that's important with the oil market is back in October of last year, people forget in October oil was about ninety to. Uh, yeah, about 90, uh, $85, $90 in that range. And so really what, what you got, maybe eighty is is oil is now 50% let, and there's a lot of reserves that aren't good.
3: And I, we were talking to you earlier, we drive around town in Houston in particular right now, we see a lot of cranes. You see a lot of things where building construction is going on, and just on the outside and on the surface you think, that's great, we're growing, we're building new office space, we're building new homes. But if that oil price stays down...
2: No, they, look, they, they got a real problem there because I mean, there's nobody in town right now trying to increase their office space. We could use some more office space, but well, uh, well but you Bill know, you one, but yeah, everybody so that, else does. But, it, but, but a lot of people, a lot of people, really are sitting there in uh, in and in, in really. They have too much office place. Uh, there's too much stuff going up right now. And, and Houston's going to slow down. Look, there's no other way around it. At $40 oil, Houston's going to slow down. At, at, see, earlier in the year, at $60 oil, at $60, people could say, well, it's probably going to go to 70 At $70, all companies make a lot of money. I mean, there's really three stages. At $100 in oil, $100 a barrel for oil, these oil companies are printing money. I mean, it's just a, sl- a, a golden goose that keeps l- gold- laying golden eggs. At, at, 70, 60, at 70, 80, they make really nice money. I mean, it's a pretty profitable business. At $40, it starts getting really difficult for people. And the problem is we're at $40. But here's the thing to understand. It's, this is an all town, so we're all watching oil, but it's not just oil. It's it's other commodities. It's copper prices. It's aluminum prices. It's iron. It's iron ore. It, it's it's uh, cement. All of these things around the world are in excess supply. Because of of what's happened in, in with China, and and this is this is what's going on. And what I want you to understand is the world is dramatically changing. And now we had last week we the, uh, China devalued their currency. We said, look, there's going to be a problem. A couple of weeks ago. I said you've got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. And then last week we talked about it, it. It's about thirteen thirteen to fifteen months is from when the currency crisis starts to when it really starts causing problems. We're in the thirteenth month now. Twelfth month maybe. This this thing started in. July, August of last year is when the, when the dollars started to fall. And the dollars rallied 20% against these currencies around the world. Now they're all in trouble. And this is a currency crisis in a deflationary way. This is a very dangerous thing. And this is what we want to be cautious about. And let's see if we got a call coming in from Jim. Yes, how are you? Great, Jim. You had a question for us.
4: Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you know, yesterday, Exxon, uh, CVX, Chevron, Shell, they all took a pretty big hit on the market. Yeah. And a lot of it's like you're talking about, this global uh, glut of oil, global slowdown. What do you think going forward? What do you think is going to uh, w- – when do you think uh, – you think their stocks going to continue to go down? Or what do, what do you see uh, predicting here for the near near to longer term now with all the, all the production not really coming down that fast? Plus, Iran going to be bringing oil on and as well just the global slowdown and I'll hang up and listen.
2: Okay, good question, Jim. Uh, if you look back to 2000 and if you go back to 2009 with oil, uh I think I've got a chart here somewhere. It 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 went into the 30s and and it it was down it looks like it was down there for about 3 months really and then it 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 shot it went back up again. I think it's going to take 3 months around the four a couple months around the $40 range. It is, and this is really going to flush out. This is going to really start slowing down some production. It's going to take some things off the market. You know, people forget at the beginning of the year, I think there was about $50 billion worth of new money came pouring in from private equity firms, from oil companies and everybody else trying to jump into the oil patch to take advantage of the low oil prices when it was at $60. And, uh, I mean, it was so bad that uh, some of the companies, when oil was in the, in the $55 range— yeah so the companies were saying we're trying to buy properties like next to us or to kind of add some this thing and people are coming in at twice the price what you can to have to burn these people and get them out of the oil business mm-hmm. is what it is you' you're like your big companies like Chevron and Exxon uh the world you know these guys are paying pretty good dividends now exxon's paying four uh, percent Chevron is is five point six uh royal Dutch is about seven point two I think Chevron and Exxon hold their dividend. I'm not completely convinced Shell does because they're buying another company, so we'll have to see. But I think all three of them are good values in here because they have also have refining with their business, which is making money and is kind of keeping them afloat compared to some other ones out there. We're starting to look in the energy sector. I think they're starting to be buys. I think that that sector is a lot more interesting than some of the other ones. The market overall is trading at a very high P.E. ratio. And in some of the big stocks... Are are only, however, only down a couple, three or four percent off the top, and and I think they've got a lot further to go.
3: Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy's number here at the Max Out Savings Show. We're coming up on a break. One of the things that I want to point out that we were talking earlier the, about the the downturn in the oil industries is that in that affects so many things downstream from it. It affects the trucking industry. It affects. Office supplies. It affects hotels. Yeah, it affects everything,
2: and, and, and this is this is what it's kind of flowing through in Houston right now. And, right. And, and so what what you really have is you have a slowing economy here. And and people thought when a couple of months ago when it, it went up into the sixties, sixty five dollars for. Uh, for the uh, sixty sixty five dollars premium brand of West Texas, uh, they thought, well, this is it, and, and it, uh, that was bad. But it's kind of coming back up. Now, it, I, I think it, it's really going to cause us a lot of problems here. But, but uh, it, the bigger picture, the slowdown is now global, and and, and that's what we really want to sit there and take a look at and understand. And. Uh, this is this is a pretty vicious market decline. I mean, you you have to understand this market. I'll repeat the numbers again. It, it sold off uh, five point seven percent in in five point eight percent in the Dow and in the S and P in one week. It, and we wrote about this. We've written. Well, I've been telling people, look, when this thing starts going down, you're not going to have time to get out because everybody's watching it. We we, we said that the the, the two hundred day moving average. It broke through it once, and then it came zooming back up. Uh, and, I, and I think what happened is is there was actually Goldman Sachs and, and Morgan Stanley, these companies, they control, Goldman's the big one, control the stock buyback programs. What The reason why the stock market is held up in the face of a global deflationary wave and an economic slowdown is because stock buyback programs have been aggressively buying back stock. And and uh, 60% of the S&P 500 is buying back stocks. If they If you look at the records over the last 10 years – companies buying back stock have substantially beaten the market averages so the, so Wall Street firms like Goldman Sachs is peddling this to the institution, to the companies and they're saying look if you buy back your stock you're going to get 25%. Well what Goldman Sachs is not telling those companies is yes they were buying back stock in, in 2009 and 10 when the, company, the stocks were trading at 10 times earnings and they were buying back cheaply. So Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley is convincing Big companies out there—they're going look. Don't invest in plant and equipment. In, invest in your stock and buy it back. And the market is at 26k PE, which is, is 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 your cyclically adjusted PE ratio over a 10-year time frame. And even then, the, the S&P, is still about 17, 18 percent. So they're buying at the top of the market, and and many of these companies buying back stock are. Are, are making a mistake because they're paying too high of a price. So that pushed it up. Now, all of a sudden, these stocks are plunging, and these corporate executives are getting nervous, and they've taken on a lot of debt to do this. So understand that that's kept the market up this year, and now... We, we uh, now it's starting to come apart. Now, I'm going to tell you about what we think is going to happen afterwards, but if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. And if you want the, the Max Out Savings Report or you need some help managing your retirement, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, and you can get set up over there. We'll be right back after this quick break.
0: The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Giocca will return shortly. To speak with Ted Giocca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors.
2: Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? Do you feel secure? Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do.
0: Ted Giocca, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit maxoutsavings.com.
3: From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas.
1: Republican presidential candidate Marco Rubio was interviewed Sunday on Meet the Press. He gave one of the best answers on abortion I've heard from a politician. Asked the usual liberal trip-up question by Chuck Todd about a rape and incest exception and his past support of that exception, Rubio answered that while he believes every human life is valuable at every stage, he will support any legislation that reduces the number of abortions. Rubio noted that while a pregnancy from rape or incest is terrible, fewer than 1% of pregnancies are the result of rape and incest. He might also have mentioned some prominent people who are the result of rape and alive today. I know some of them. They're glad to be alive and also glad their mothers decided not to play God. Rubio might have also mentioned the pregnancy help centers that support women with unplanned pregnancies and offer healing to those who regret their abortions. The way to reduce abortions is to start at the extremes like partial birth abortion and work backwards. Politically, if one says all abortions must be stopped or nothing, we will get nothing. Rubio is right. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written
3: request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are
0: appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. AM 1070, the answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Giocca.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, if you got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713 seven one three 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 nine ten seven. Here, here's the situation this week: the markets had a precipitous fall; they broke underneath the two hundred day moving averages, and the on the Dow, the S and P, the Nasdaq, pretty much across the board. It, it's broken support line, and the and the markets have now gone negative for the year. the The Dow Jones is down over seven percent year to date, and people are losing money. What's going on? And and what what we have is, is a world that the, we're having a global slowdown in a global deflationary wave. And and that, that I think you've got to be very careful And a client or uh, not client, actually a, a customer called up earlier and, and said, he's got 60, 40. Was that enough? And I think the key is in what stocks you're in, but, but I think you need to, here's what's going to protect you. Now it's going to be cash. It's going to be treasuries. It's going to be very high yield corporates. Uh, not junk is going to be in trouble. Uh, uh, utilities were only down one percent, you know, because they're safer. Gold was up. Uh, gold was up uh, four point something percent. The gold stocks were up over eight yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to sit there's only a few things you've got to understand what you can be in.
3: And the the really cool thing about this is when folks set up an appointment with you, they can come in and you'll take a look at their actual stocks that they have. And say, this one's good, this one's not so good, maybe this, that, and the other. And that first appointment, just to consult, doesn't cost you a thing.
2: Yeah. You just go to maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up. And look, in this environment, if you don't have some type of plan in place, you're going to be in trouble. Let's take a call from Valerie. Okay. Good morning, Ted. Hello, Valerie.
5: Um, I have kind of a – I've been a little bit extreme. I was very scared about the market. And um, two weeks ago, I took all of my money out of the stock market. Out of my 401k.
2: Okay. You've, you you put heard, it in the cash side. You didn't take it out of the 401k. You... No,
5: I did. I took it out and transferred it to my bank.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: I pushed it the day before. I put it in my cash reserves account, and then I thought I felt like I needed to even get it closer to me. Okay. Um, And I did not take any penalties or taxes out on it because I thought, I'm going to see what happens in September. I'm going to see maybe what happens with the currency in October. If I feel comfortable, I'll put it all back in before the 60 days and not incur any taxes or penalties. I know it's extreme. I know it's crazy, <laughs> but I'm – and I just don't know. And now I've got this money, and I'm not really asking – I mean, I, I'll probably just see what happens. Part of me wants to take some of the money out and then maybe about 5000 and get ready for some more uh, emergency preparation – Items, but um, I'm just I'm I'm afraid that things are going to totally implode in September and October with the currency. And yeah. even if I have my money close to me in the bank, it may not even be of value to me. I'm not sure. Uh,
2: yeah, look, I, I I think that the better way to do it is remember you have to get it back into 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 an IRA rollover now ro- you, within 60 days. Otherwise, you're going to be taxed at ordinary income and a 10% penalty so i guarantee right. you lose money then mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right yeah. yeah but but look i i don't think it's going to come to that i think i think we're headed for some rough times our banking system i think is in much better shape than 2008 and and, and by the way i predicted failures in 2007 so i know what i'm talking about uh and, and, and I think our economy is in reasonably good shape. I think our stock market is way overvalued and in trouble. And, and so that's what you have to be cautious. And I think China's economy is in very severe trouble, so we have to watch that. So I think we're in for some rough times. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but I think you want to have cash. And by just being in cash or treasuries or money market, you should be okay, or CDs. So a cash reserve account
5: doesn't accrue any interest, right? I mean, very minimal. Yeah,
2: but right now, because of the Federal Reserve's zero interest rate policy, that's the case. Yeah, and, and then
5: treasuries, aren't they backed by the government? Yes, yeah. So that makes me a little bit cautious. I mean, I'm well, concerned about that. Well, look,
2: if it's that bad, we're going to have much worse problems. And, and so... The, the, and another interesting one is is the is the tax free money market fund. It's kind of counterintuitive, but those things are spread out over so many cities if one or two of them get in into financial trouble and go in bankruptcy, you won't lose that much money.
5: So you feel like if I get it back in um, that I should put it in the cash reserves in treasuries and what was the other? Uh,
2: uh, money uh, the tax free money market.
5: I had it in just a balanced account with uh, it was a, a grouped fund. You know, where it's, like, programmed for the year you oh, want to Oh, yeah. Those are,
2: those are really dangerous, Valerie, because they have a lot more stock than most people realize in those funds.
5: Well, when I took it out, I know that the gentleman on the phone said, when you put this money back in, you may want to talk to someone, you know, because I just thought that that was just – I don't manage it regularly. I just kind of put it there. Let it do its thing, and I I probably have lost a lot of opportunities just by doing that. I understand.
2: Well, by going to cash, you're in good shape right now. I'd stay in cash, but make sure you put that money into an IRA rollover. And if if you need some help, call me up at the office, at yes. at seven one three six two seven zero four hundred.
5: Sixty-seven oh four hundred. Yes. Thanks very much,
2: Ted. Okay, thanks, Valerie. And uh, you can call us, by the way, at the at the station with a question at 713-339-1070. I think we've got a call coming in from Russell. Hello, Russell. Hi, Ted. How are you? Great. You had a question for us? Yes, sir. This is kind
4: of piggyback on what Valerie was saying. Um, most of my portfolio is tied up, uh, you know, is is in the treasuries
2: yes. and
4: in the cash fund. Okay. Um or lack of cash fund. Most of it, most of my cash funds are are high, high, highly invested into the treasury bills. I was wondering to find out what what effect does a failing Chinese yuan have against the uh, the T bills and also that with all the investments and the debts that they hold. Uh, with deflation, how does that affect uh, T bills?
2: Okay, T bills are a good place to be in a financial crisis in an, in a declining market. Uh, the, 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 Federal Reserve controls short into of the, the, of the, the, of the invest short in short-term rates. Uh, we, we had on one of my show years ago, we had Rob, Bob Rubin on, former secretary of the treasury, and he made that remark. He never thought that they could actually try to control long-term rates through quantitative easing. Okay. If China gets in trouble, they could be selling our treasuries, and this is something I'm watching closely, but they, they tend to be in the longer end of the curve in the, uh, in the uh, in three in, in the maybe the five, 10 year range, three to five year to 10 year range. Right now, we're also in those in e, in ETFs as well, because I think so much money is going to go into treasuries for safety right now. But you want to watch if rates start going up from here, then that's a warning sign. OK. But for Great. now, you should be no problems at all. And that's the safe. right now you want to be in safety in the in treasury money markets about the safe as you can get. Th- thanks, right. thanks, I Thank appreciate you
3: it. Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Just a quick question: and yeah. What exactly are you? You mentioned ETF.
2: Yeah, that's just an exchange traded fund. We we we've, we've been in the TLT in the IEI for our clients here, uh, with some good sized positions. And uh, the, those that's the twenty year treasury and the three to seven year treasuries. Uh, okay, we think I have a call. What dropped off? You can give us a. Uh, Call us back at 713-339-1070. And, 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 and so, yeah, I, what I think I think you're going to see is I think you're going to see interest rates dropping in here. One reason we're in that, because people are going to go to treasuries because they're they're the safer investments. And, and then, uh, it, so they're going to safety. And then if they think the economy is going to slow some, rates are going to come down as well. So what what we're going to see is, is the is is I think those rates now now an area you got to be real cautious in here in my opinion is high yield that would not be in the high yield market in and by the way that caller mentioned that she's in some was in some of the lifestyle funds before those have more stock than people think and they have a lot more high yield bonds than most people think if you own if you own a lifestyle fund a retirement 2020 fund retirement 2030 fund Make sure you look at the weightings in those funds because sometimes they have a lot more stock and more risk than you think so so look it up and then understand what you want to be in in this market right now. I think you want to be in twenty five percent cash minimum. Our clients are materially more right now. I think we've got some calls coming in from Mike. Hello, Mike, how you doing all right Do you have a question for us
4: uh yes uh, about um, any advice on investing in gold, silver, precious metals at this time
2: uh, I like it look uh. I, I kind of came up with some things that worked this week. Treasuries went up. Uh, yields went down, so treasuries went up. Uh, utilities only fell about 1%. Gold was up 4.2%, and the gold stocks were up about 8%. I think they're turning. Maybe they pulled down a little bit more, but this currency crisis is starting to really spread, and gold should move higher.
4: Right.
2: So sa- what same of, with silver.
4: What kind of uh, uh, vehicles would you invest in, uh, for those.
2: Yeah, you can use the uh, you can use the gold ETF GLD. Uh, you can also use some of the, the some of the bigger cap uh, gold stocks like a Newmont, a Gold Corp, uh, those type of, of of stocks. Or you could just do a uh, uh, also. There's a silver ETF. I think it's uh, SVL. I believe. Double check on that. that okay, that's the so, ETF for owning gold, ETF for owning silver, and then some of the gold and silver stocks. Okay. But yeah, I, I think that sector is is going to go higher in here. All right. Okay. Thanks. So yeah, good good question. Our, we we're we're we've got a, a nice size waiting for for our clients in that sector. By the way, I think we've got a call coming in from Pat. Hey Pat, how are you doing?
5: Great, great. I just had a uh, couple of quick questions. I know that you're in the uh, a lot of your clients are in the oil market now. Yeah. And I am uh, work at an oil company, so I just I know it's hard to kind of predict what's going to happen. I just wanted to get your thoughts on where you think we're going with the drop in WTI. And uh, the other question I had was about selecting uh, funds. You know, what are your thoughts on kind of the Alice Vogel model of taking uh, index funds? Because, I mean, it seems like there's more ETFs than how many uh, stocks we have in the exchange. And, uh, they talk about uh, looking for the lower commission on these funds. I mean, uh, you can't get much liquidity with an ETF and bonds because I don't really know how you pull out so quickly in that scenario. So I just wanted to kind of get your you know, your perspective on this.
2: Okay, look, a couple things. Uh What I I think with the oil market, I think the winners are going to be the low-cost guys with big reserves that can operate cheaply. I think we got another month or two of low oil prices. This is going to be probably your bottom in some of the oil and gas stocks in here is what I'm looking at. I think it's going to be a little tough in Houston for a while. And then I think ultimately sometime next year I think we'll see oil in the fifty. 65 70 hopefully 70 50 60 dollar range And and i think the guys a lot of people can learn to operate in that area uh as far as the ets we use some ets we also a lot invest in a lot of individual stocks for our clients uh but yeah they're a good place to be but when, you, when you're with ets make sure you're waiting cash and if if, if you have good waiting see and, and you have a defensive plan does that help
4: Yeah, that helps.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, we're coming up on the end of the show. A couple things. If you need uh, – look, the market is very volatile. It really broke down very badly. We're going to have to see what it does this week. I think this market goes lower. Uh, you know, either they, it, they're they probably going to try to rally the stock buyback programs Monday or Tuesday to hold it up, and then you get some type of rally. The question is, Does it drop quickly on Monday and go materially lower? But I think either way, it's going to work lower over the next month or so, and so you've got to be very cautious in this market. You better have a defensive plan in place. All right, if you need some help, go to the website at, seven, uh, to, at maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for our free newsletter. We write about all this stuff. Look, we wrote about the, the crash— We we, we wrote about the uh, decline in 2008 and in 2007 and told people what was going to happen. We, we, I was there in, in, in the crash of 87, one of the few people that made money the next year. Most people didn't. We avoided it. I know what it, So we know what we're doing here. Uh, if you need, and if you need help with your own plan, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, and I will sit, I, you can set up an appointment so I can sit down and meet with you. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
0: This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.